It is time for another episode of Down the Line. Uh, once again, Thursday afternoon, 4 p.m. Central. Oh my gosh, I am all embarrassing. Over the embarrassing it's so much to keep track of with the show before us and i get in here and john's no help of course he just says so I'm trying to fix my audition's mic. not working <laughs> and then expects me to just fix it so my mic is broken it's tough tough life for me here uh but we i think we've gotten somewhere john turn off your ringer please he's currently trying to fix a mic oh, i man. guess well because he broke it <laughs> i did not break this this is how it was so Stand by. Stand by, indeed. Well, anyway, it's John, Dan, and Matt once again on Down the Line, DTL, as we like to call it in our uh, yes, text sir. messages. Uh, you know it's real when it has an abbreviation. That's that's when you oh, know. Oh, yeah. That's when you know. Think you I got fixed it fixed? It. Good work, John. Thank you. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah, it's been a good day so it's far. It's been a tough week. It's, yeah, it's it really been, has. It's been tough. A lot, lot of busy. work coming at me this week. I think I had more... More stuff to do this week than I did last week. Which and is, that was with midterms. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I felt that myself. I, I had more projects. I had three projects due this week that were kind of like midterm uh-huh. type projects. Yeah. So that just wasn't fun. I had a great field trip today. I felt like I was back in kindergarten. Field trip? Field trip. To where? The courthouse the for court the investigative house. journalism class. Ooh. Oh, fun. Went there for a total of two minutes. Huh. Two minutes? Two minutes we spent there. Whoa. Well, yeah. Dan and I had zero field trips in that class. Well, so. I, I mean, it means we must be a better class. So I guess so. Yeah. Wow, that was rude. He didn't need to hate on us like that. A source told me that uh, he also feels that way, so... <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, not naming any names or anything. Is the source your teacher? No, no, no. John's got sources. I got sources. He, he always has sources. I do. The journal is... In me. <laughs> <laughs> would, I have I have right. no sources, and I will own up to that right this second. Um, but we're talking NFL Week 7 and 8, as usual, along with the MLB playoffs. We really only have, depending on how the series goes, one more week where we can really talk about the MLB playoffs. Well, maybe two. Maybe. I mean, we can, like, recap the World right. Series next exactly. week. Right, exactly. But while baseball is actually going on, uh, unless it goes 7 yeah. When would that end? Um, Truthfully, I could not tell you because I have Wednesday. not watched a single game. Okay. Well, besides we, the one we last were night. Watching la- there's, last I mean, there's nights. only been two games, John. Yeah. We watched a good amount last night. Yeah. Uh, it well, Because the next three, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Atlanta, and then off day Monday, mm. and then it would be Tuesday, Wednesday in Houston. So Got by it. the time that we meet next week, we should have a new World Series champion. Correct. Yes, we Correct. will, most likely. Unless some crazy thing happens with weather the way it did back in 2008. A great year what for baseball. What happened that year? The Phillies won the World Series. And what other team in this room does not have one? The Brewers. Very good. You guys are All right. Well, we'll get we'll get to baseball in a little bit, but we'll start out with football like we normally do. Uh, big game tonight. We'll talk about that after we talk about last week, first of all. So a week ago today, uh, it was a Thursday night matchup mm-hmm. between Cleveland and Denver. And this one was a very poor game. 17-14, the Browns won. Uh, Case Keenum was the passing leader. And Dearness Johnson was the rushing leader for the Browns, uh, which is ridiculous. And they won. So I don't know how that happened. Uh, I kind of got fleeced into believing that the Broncos would do something this game, as did the two of you, and we were all wrong. The one stupid game I got wrong this week, Dan, and I'm very disappointed about it. Welcome uh, to the club. I get a lot wrong, so welcome. I, I don't know if you and I are in the same club, John, but... Um, <laughs> John, you and I are more <laughs> in the same club. I know, Dan. I, know. I had a I terrible know. week. I did, too. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have anything to say about this game. Uh, I, I think the Browns are a good team when fully healthy. I don't really care that they beat the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are very good. Me, too. John, anything? I, I Truthfully, I did not watch this game. Um, I'm uh, shocked. Yeah. I mean, guys, it's, it's it's tough for me to watch a game like this when it's not about the Eagles or Sunday. It, Sunday's yes. my big football watching we, we don't get the NFL Network at yeah. our apartment either, yeah. so that's not helpful. They're starting there, to there go on was, tonight, uh, tonight's on Fox. I saw that, Looking yeah. forward to that. There also was um, a playoff game last Thursday, that baseball-wise, that I was watching. Mm. So, um, 
that's kind of where my uh, attention was Got Thursday it. night. Good well, job. the Browns won without Baker or Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, which is a pretty big dub for them. Pretty much no receiving happened in this game as Cortland Sutton led all receivers with 68 yards. <laughs> Let's move to Sunday. Uh, this was a pretty short week as Buffalo, Dallas, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, the Chargers, and Jacksonville were all on by, so that's three less games this week uh, than a normal week. Uh, so starting out with that early afternoon window, uh, the Packers beat the football team 24-10. Football. Rodgers had a good day. Uh, Taylor Heineke was the rushing leader in this game <laughs> with 95 yards. Uh, no Packers receivers really went off in this game. Scary Terry had a nice a nice day for Washington. But uh, the Packers pretty much dominated this game. Pretty much. A um, bit of a slow start, I would say, for us. But um, the only thing really from this game is just that Heineke ran the ball really well, uh, which creates a little bit of concern for tonight uh, against Mr. Kyler. Um but over, I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. I, I, I wish we gave the ball to Aaron Jones a little more. Um, not much from him, at least rushing-wise. I, I expect a lot more from him tonight. But, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot to say. Mm-hmm. I, I think Heineke doing the Lambo leap when he didn't even score was kind of hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then he ended up not going to score that drive. Yeah, we, we stuffed him. Um, but, yeah, we... We were supposed to beat them, and we took care of business. That's that's really all from this game. Impressive performance by the defense, though. Yeah. Uh, in, in, at least in the red zone. They finally got a red zone stop. They hadn't got a red zone stop before then, which was impressively bad. But, yeah, we, they, we finally did that, so I'm happy about that. Good to hear. I, I am fully out on Washington, as I've been all year, uh, so I'm happy that they lost. Let's move on. John? Let's do it. All right. Uh, terrible, terrible game for the Chiefs. A 27-3 victory for the Titans. Uh, Tannehill threw for 270 yards. Derrick Henry didn't even have that good of a game. And they still, their offense just ran ragged over Mm -hmm. this Kansas City team, who honestly is in a lot of trouble right now, especially in that division. Oh, I think so for sure. And, I I mean, we talked about it on GSR, and it's been talked about throughout the entire uh, country. Is it time to start worrying about the Chiefs? And I think it is. It's not this Chiefs team that we've seen in the past. Mahomes, his interception ratio to touchdowns is not really great. Um, It's a lot more interceptions than he's had in his entire career. And we're, what, through the first seven games and a lot, 10 more to go, uh, or 11. 11 or 10? 18 weeks this year, right? 18, so So 11 more games um, to go. For him and man, Tennessee though, they, are they potentially up there with the Bills as one of the new teams in the AFC? I mean, after the last few weeks, yeah, beating up on or a big win against the Bills and beating up on the Chiefs, mm-hmm. I, I think you got to say so. But then again, you know they lost to the Jets a few weeks ago, so it's true. Who who really knows with them? But I I think they certainly have the talent to do so. Um, I, I think at their peak, they probably have the best wide receiver duo in the league. Yeah. I, I don't know. We haven't really seen that yet from Julio with them. But um, as far as the Chiefs, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be concerned about. I think I think a lot of people know at this point that their defense is just not very good. Mm-hmm. But to score three points, even with Mahomes getting hurt late, like, they're not. They're just not going to win if they can't score points yeah. like that. So I, I think there's a lot to be concerned about. And as you mentioned with their division. The Chargers are good, and the Raiders keep winning um, out of nowhere. So, Believe me, we know. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, th- there's a lot to be concerned about, for sure. And you know what? I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind if we have an off year from the Chiefs. No. I, yeah. I, I got nothing Chiefs against. Chiefs human. Yeah, I, I got nothing against Mahomes. I enjoy watching him. I don't mind an off year from the Chiefs. Agreed. Totally agreed. I like it. Uh, we'll see how soon Mahomes comes back. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's that severe of an injury. Haven't seen anything. But I haven't the, even looked at anything. Okay. Well, we'll see. That will be something to keep your eyes on because I have no idea who their backup even is. Anybody? Uh, no. Let's look it up. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Who came in? 
Somebody That's what I'm wondering. Somebody, somebody had to, let's look at that. Chad. Uh, Chad Henney. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's not good if he's starting. Yeah. All right. Well, they've got an easier matchup this week, which is helpful. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, the Falcons beat the Dolphins 30-28. to Matt Ryan threw for over 330 yards. Kyle Pitts finally had a good day. Uh, I got – or we all got this game correct, and the Dolphins fall to 1-6. and six. Looking great for us Eagles fans with that first-round pick. That's so true, John. Great point. It's all I'm caring about right now, first-round picks in the top ten. Matt, anything? Nope. Great. Boring game. Nobody really cares that much. Field goal to win it, though. Yeah. Yeah, young way Young-Way. coup. Finally, uh, after a few few tough weeks, he bounced yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, the Jets got curb stomped by the Patriots, fifty-four to thirteen. No mercy. No, I mean the Patriots have long beaten the Jets by quite a quite a few points, and uh, this was no different. No different, and I think even Zach Wilson got hurt, right? Yep. And uh, Big Joe Flacco, starting quarterback. No, for he's the not. New York Jets. Yeah, the other guy, no? Mike White. Who? Mike White. Never. Heard That's of him. who's starting. Who? Flacco is just – they're uncertain about Flacco's – Ability to play? Yeah, they don't know if he <laughs> – I mean, he's got to get there. The trade just processed this week, so is he going to be <laughs> – He knows the offense out there, doesn't he? Doesn't he? It's a new guy, new coach. He's yeah, forgot. New, new coach. Yeah, they might need a little while to get him in, and it's not like they're in My, a win Mike now. White's got it down. They're not in a win-now <laughs> mentality, so I think they're all right. But the Jets are in poor territory, and the Pats are middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Giants beat up on the Panthers 25-3. to Daniel Jones caught a pass in this game with his receiving core being uh, pretty depleted. No Saquon, uh, so Devontae Booker was their running back. Uh, the Panthers looked terrible. Yeah. Those first three weeks must have really just been an absolute fluke because they, they've been awful. It was a dream. I mean, now we're seeing the traditional uh, Sam Darnold, and uh, <laughs> Jets fans are probably uh, – a little happy now compared to uh, frustrated that Darnold looked phenomenal in his first couple of games with his new team. Mm. And this is the team that freaking got um, Stephon Gilmore. The yeah. Panthers, the Panthers did. So I'm upset about that because yeah. I wanted him. And now he just gets to sit there and be bad. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's able to play yet. Uh, like, yeah, I, think I don't know if he has or not. No, but he can't. Yeah, I think this week, maybe next week it is. Uh but yeah, yeah, coming back down to uh, earth. They need somebody pretty badly in that in that defense because yeah. once J.C. Horn went down, they've they've been struggling. Uh, but they're not exactly. Uh, I mean, I guess they could be in the playoff hunt, but I mean, their record their record's not that bad, but they're not good by any means. So I, I think there's too many other good teams in the yeah, NFC. I would think so too. But that that division is kind of oh, I guess the Buccaneers. Never mind. I was going to say it's up for grabs, and then I yeah. then I realized. All right. Uh, humongous game, the final game of that window. The Bengals beat the Ravens 41-17. to <clears throat> I, I've been a Bengals guy. I didn't pick them this week, but I said I would be very excited if they did yes. win. And they crushed them. Joe yeah. Burrow looked phenomenal. Jamar Chase is every bit of the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, it was a poor day from Lamar and – his side, they only scored 17 points, and their defense looked horrific. But I don't, I don't know if this is more of a testament to how good the Bengals are or if the Ravens are even more suspect than I had thought before. Thoughts? Um, I think maybe a little bit of both. Um, I mean, the Ravens are, you know, a few plays away from being like a 3-4 and four team right now as opposed to being 5-2. and two. Um, but I think the Bengals are – I think the Bengals, you know, this is a message-sending game. I think they're, at least in the division, I think they'll be competing throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the two – I mentioned on GSR, the, the two – they've had some close games. You know, they lost uh, – you know, they were competing with the Packers and lost that game. They lost to the Bears. Um, but their two division games they've played so far, they smacked the Steelers and they beat up on the Ravens. Uh, I mean, those are the biggest games – that they've played, and they've mm-hmm. dominated both of those. Um, so I, I think they've definitely shown that they're going to compete at least in the division. I don't know about 
uh, you know, them competing in the playoffs and making a run that way. I don't think I trust them that much yet, but at least offensively, I, I think they're pretty legit and will be here to stay throughout the year. Hmm. I, I would agree. I would agree with that, too. I think how it's, it's being talked about now, but with Chase and Burrow being quarterback uh, – wide receiver connections in college of the LSU, it looks like they are just con- they just continued and brought that in now here with the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think that has sep- allowed this offense uh, to separate itself a little bit and make those big kind of plays. And, I mean, I was not high on Zach Taylor as a as a head coach, but uh, he's looking, looking pretty good right now. Um, but that's a big win. It's a big statement win, like you said, Matt. We'll see if this is able to continue, but – I am riding the high ship right now, and that's why I didn't trade uh, Joe Burrow mm, in uh, mm. fantasy to our friend Mark you, Williams. You didn't? End up I didn't. In that trade? He, uh, he did not accept that trade. Um, hey, once I actually looked at it, it he probably would have been losing it, that, which is why I said yes to. I, I, he offered it right it. away, and and he uh, instead wanted to put uh, Russ in there. You know that that's what With those no kind of that's what those kind of people do. They they just want to make trades. Yeah. So they like, they like to throw stuff out there. And I, then when I mean, they at, when stuff gets somebody. serious, they're like, yeah. he literally he literally said, "I'm bored. I want to trade." It's ridiculous. Burrow's a good fantasy quarterback too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why my asking price was a little yeah. a little high. And uh, I would just like to say for anybody out there that doubted Jamar Chase in the preseason, uh, yeah. you look like an absolute fool right now, and that makes me happy. Let's move Congratulations. to the. Four o'clock slash three o'clock uh, games. First up, the Lions fell to the Rams. Uh, what was the score of that game? Twenty-eight nineteen. Stafford looked pretty good. Uh, threw a lot to Cooper Cup, of course. Uh, MVB. Pretty much the w- number one wide receiver in fantasy right now, I believe. Oh, uh, by far, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, not much of a ru- rushing attack from either team. Uh, the Lions kept this one closer than I think many people yeah. expected. It was the big billing of uh, Goff coming home, Stafford coming home, and it it didn't totally live up to the hype of. I mean, the Lions are never exactly going to have a spectacular game, so I I don't know. This was kind of boring in my mind. But you know who had I a expected. fantastic game, huh? You know, you know who had a fantastic game? Who? DeAndre Swift. Mm. He had a great uh, touchdown at the opening and ended up being the first touchdown of the was game. Was that a reception or a run? Yeah. I think it was a reception. I was going to say because he his, almost his everything he did not was I mean, yeah. He looked like uh, and I, I love it. Swift back in uh, his senior year in Mission mm-hmm. Viejo, California. Mm-hmm. All, all Jared Goff's got to do, dump it off to him. Yeah. Right, that's, that's Easy enough. Give, give me the PPR sure. points. Easy enough. Imagine having a running back with that talent. <laughs> Couldn't be us, John. I know, I know. Uh, speaking of us, the Raiders – Beat Please. the Eagles 33 to 22. Uh, Derek Carr had a nice day. The Only Eagles one defense incompletion. just Eagles defense just looked horrific, and I don't know if there's any solving it right now, especially uh, because Fletcher Cox, who's like the heart and soul of the team, said that he's uh, being paid right now to like be a spy on running backs instead of rush the passer, which you know is what he's good at. So yeah. uh, it's a, it's a shambles at this point. It, in time. It's a complete mess. I. Th- called it a circus before I don't even think that is the correct word and I don't know what the correct word is to explain this Philadelphia Eagles team (laughs) Um, this amount of stuff that they do in a game and then also on the practice field and press conferences makes me want to pull my entire hair out and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit later in the show Mm. Um, but this team it, they can't score in the first half. They In the last three games, they've scored a total of six points in the first half. That is they did score. Six, they, six quarters. They scored 15 garbage, point time, or garbage time yeah. points in this so game. So that means nothing. Um, you move or remove that. Obviously, you lost Miles Sanders early on because of an injury. That was tough because he was expected to, to have a big game. And I even called it last week. Matt made fun of me for a little bit. Well, that actually happened when the injury. It was, kind of, <laughs> it was funny. Um, but Jalen Hurts needs to get better. And Sirianni needs to get better. This defense needs to get better. And for a defensive coordinator, Dan, who was considered to be a good defensive coordinator as a, in the first year and wasn't one of those, like, outside-the-box kind of guys, 
he hasn't been living up to what I expected. No, his, um, his system is not working. It's not for us. His, he 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 said this fantastic quote this week. We don't make our defense to the like the skills and all this that our players have. We make it to something else. Yeah, like, what does that mean? What What does that mean? Like barf. Like they're not mar- making the defense to fit with the strengths of your players. Hmm. Maybe that's why you're getting scored on. Yeah. So many times now and uh, getting exposed. And I mean, they got to start valuing the linebacker position because that's we where, never have. That's where they're getting never crushed. have. So and the safeties this week were horrendous. other than McLeod every week. They've, it, it is Shredded. a tough time to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I am going to say it right now at 4.25 p.m. on Thursday, October 28th. I want just first-round high picks in the draft. Mm. I don't care what the rest of the season looks like. I just want the next generation to come because the next generation will not have Howie Roseman mm. as general manager. We'll see about that. No, I hope, I, I hope you're I'm, right. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot that Laurie is pissed uh, that uh, with the with the work that he's done, um, and he's uh, about to lose everything. So, Howie, you might be starting to pack your luggage and uh, leave for the Cayman Islands or wherever nice. in the middle of nowhere. I hope he has fun there. I do too. Uh, let's let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm Shane now. Yeah, I'm talking about the Bears. But John is poof. prophesizing out here. Uh, Therapy time. The Cardinals beat up on the Texans, 31 to five. Zach Ertz scored a nice touchdown, the longest one of his career, mind you, in his first Long, touchdown. Longest one of his career. I thought yeah. it was the longest one since 2017. Maybe that's right, but it's his longest one. Yeah, and since. sometime. Yeah, yeah. And uh, shocker. It was nice to see him score, and that yeah. he's on a contender. I like him. Being good. Love him. Uh, nothing else to say about that game unless you guys have anything. JJ's out for nope. the year. Yeah, that's true. That's tough. Played for played with four injuries. He is a warrior. He is. Tough that he can't play against the Packers. Or be on the that Packers. W- that would have been fun. Or be on the Packers. Good yeah. point, John. Uh, and then the Buccaneers beat up on the Bears 38-3. to uh, People in Chicago, namely our roommate Mark, uh, is calling for Andy Dalton time again. He wants Fields out, <laughs> and he wants Dalton back in. Uh, not sure that's if that's bad, any better. It's not going to solve the problem, right. but, like, Fields is bad. Like, all, Yeah, it uh, hasn't been good. Everything's kind of bad over their offense. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I will say this. I, I, I Like, there's a lot that uh, this situation's not great for Fields. I understand that. That doesn't mean he's not playing bad. Yeah. There's a lot of things he could be doing to be playing better and to be living up more to the hype. So I just – I'm not here for, like, the people giving him every pass in the world. But there, it's a pretty bad situation. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll recognize that. And it has not been a good year for rookie quarterbacks no. at all. None you of them. None of them. Hurts still a rookie? No. Huh. Was he drafted this in this draft? No, I'm just – Has he played games before this season? Yes, I'm just, I'm just asking. I would not classify him a rookie. Because uh, you know the MLB considers – Yeah, but that's that's a different okay. set of rules. Just, just was asking. Yeah. Mac Jones is the only one who's looked somewhat serviceable, and yeah. that's because they throw 6,000 times a game. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that tends to happen. Uh, and then the Sunday night game, uh, the Colts beat the 49ers 30-18. to um, Didn't watch much of this game, if I'm honest. And uh, Carson Wentz played, and he won the game. So that's woohoo! Well, we need him to win a few games, John. Yeah, but we just need him to play a lot of snaps. Your, your uh, rooting interest in the Colts is very all over bipolar. the place. Bipolar. It has bipolar. to be. Yeah, because we need him to play like seventy percent of the snaps, <laughs> and then that becomes a first-round draft pick. And right now, it is looking like that. So all the mock drafts for like the pick selections is giving it to the Eagles. So we need to give him we need to give him a few a few uh wins in there that way they keep him in and don't put in the backup, you know? Yeah. But I, I mean, th- he's playing relatively well. I mean, he did look yeah, good. He I'm did look good it, on Sunday night. If they were 0 and 7, you think that they would keep yes. him in? Yes. I mean, if they were 0 and 7, he'd probably be playing a lot worse than he is right now. Right. But I just mean I I think that they need to win a few games in order for no, yeah, yeah. him to get 70% of the snaps. Uh, that's fair. Uh, and also, I think playoffs also has an implication on it. 
they could still be in the playoffs. Well, no, I'm saying like on the, the snaps pick? have like oh. the percentage of snaps for the pick. Yeah, something about that. Oh well. Anything about this game otherwise? No. VJT mm. second in the league in rushing yards right now. Is they didn't. They didn't really feed him this week. He he had 107 yards. Is he going to get the uh, rushing crown? Did he? He's Eli- like a few hundred behind Henry. Is uh, is ESPN but lying he, to me? Did second. Elijah Mitchell not have 107 yards? It says that he's the rushing leader. Elijah Mitchell plays for the other team. Right. They they both had 107. Okay, that's that rarely happens. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was a little confused. Never mind. And on 18 carries. Oh. And they both had a touchdown. They had exactly Whoa. the same stats. Whoa. Probably not receptions. I would assume. Uh, not a big receiving day for JT, mm. as opposed to the last few weeks. Understood. Uh, Monday night game, also boring. <laughs> Saints beat the Seahawks 13-10. Uh, Jameis threw for over 200 yards. Kamara had a lot of reception or receiving yards. Geno Smith was still the quarterback, so what did you expect from Seattle? Uh, please get them out of primetime for the rest of the year. Uh, they, may, um, they may be in primetime every single week from now on. And this is, like, from the <laughs> Saints' perspective, this is just gross. Like, yeah, terrible. Yeah, you won, whatever, but, like, blech. Bad game. John? I have nothing to add All right. uh, to this. Great. Off we go into week eight. Another week of predictions. Uh, Matt is really rolling the competition. He had 12 of 13 last week. Stupid he, Browns. Uh, he's up, or Broncos. He's up 12 on me and 13 points on John. Sad. Woo! Sad. And 29 on Mark, but Mark has a bit of an unfair. Dan, are you going to read my uh, overall number of yeah, correct Yeah, Matt, Matt has 69 points so far. <laughs> nice! Uh, I have 57. John has 56. Mark has 40. Stupid Eagles pick. Yeah, that was tough. You would have been tied with me if you did. Would have been tied, finally. Uh, okay, let's talk about week eight. The Ravens and the Raiders are on by. They're both 5-2. and two. Not a lot of teams on by this week. No, only, only two of them, in fact, know. John. I can count and read. <laughs> it all starts tonight when uh, the Packers make the trip down to Arizona uh, to take on the 7-0 and Cardinals. I've got the Cardinals winning this game because uh, Rodgers is pretty much going to be throwing two intramural players out there. I also have the Cardinals because, uh, you know, you Fake. talk about it. Um, COVID really is hurting the Packers this week uh, with – Devontae Adams and then uh, Alan Lazar, and we can only do so much on the running side of the game. And uh, Cardinals stay undefeated, and they go 8-0. Sorry, Matt. So fake, John. Uh, Go Pack Go. I got the Packers. Um, I think despite Devontae and Alan Lazard and MVS being out. Oh, MVS is too? He's been out. Uh, He'll probably be back next week. Um. I think it's going to be a big day for Aaron Jones, both passing and running-wise. I think Aaron's still got his boy, Randall Cobb, who he's just in love with. Uh, I think well, Amari- dropped that pass last week. I don't know if he's in love with. Uh, Aaron's in love with him. I, I'm not, I didn't say I'm in love yeah, with Randall yeah. Cobb. But um, I think Amari Rogers, our draft pick, can step up and maybe get some more opportunities tonight. I'm looking forward to that. I think Big Bobby Tuns could get some targets down in the red zone. Tunyon. Um and I, Bobby T. I just, I, I, I don't know. I think Aaron can get it done. I'm not saying I'm fully confident, uh, but I'm not saying that I'm going to count, count him out because of Devontae and a couple other receivers being out. I think they'll switch up the game plan. Maybe, maybe that'll open up the offense a little maybe. bit. He's not. You know, you take away the plays where maybe he tries to force the ball to Devontae a little bit. You open it up. You mm. you, get, you open up the playbook. Maybe some screen passes to Amari Rodgers. He's pretty fast, John. Yeah. He, I, I think I think we could see some creative okay. stuff. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to it. So, go Pack Go. And also, I, I don't know. I don't buy the Cardinals completely as, like, oh, the NFL's best team with the NFL's yeah, best Yeah, I record. agree with that. I, I like Kyler. I like their offense. So, I mean, I have some concerns about that, as I mentioned, with him uh, running the ball in particular. But uh, I'm still going with the Packers. Yeah, I don't think the Cardinals are as good as their record says, but I think that they win tonight. I don't want them to be undefeated, but I think they will be. Yeah. Uh, on to Sunday. The Bengals play the Jets. Uh, humongous win for the Bengals. Maybe 42 to nothing. <laughs> you think it's going to be that slaughtered? I, I, the Jets are starting Mike that White. Is, that is true. That is very true. But... <sighs> You know, it's a fair point. I, 
Uh, and Joe Burrow. Are you picking the Jets, John? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm not. I can't go that dumb with my picks. Man. Yeah. Um, Bengals won this one for sure. Cincy. Titans, Colts. Uh, the Titans look, have looked great in a few recent weeks. I've got them again. They got the Titans winning this one. Uh, Colts only got the one win last week, and now they go back into the loss column. I think it'll be a decent game, uh, but I, I, I agree. I think the Titans are on a roll, so I'm going to go with them. Rams versus Texans. Rams by a million. <laughs> yeah, is this one even like going to be competitive? Yeah. Uh, Rams, please throw to Cooper Cup a lot. Robert Woods. <laughs> no, we don't like him. Van Jefferson. No, we definitely don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> I'll take anything. If it's Stafford throwing, that's all that matters. Uh, Steelers versus Browns. I think the Steelers are awful, and uh, – is Baker back? Potentially, mm-hmm. I think. If Baker's back, big win. If not, I still think they win. Yeah, I'm just going to retweet that and go uh, Browns. Browns. Eagles versus the winless Lions. I've got the Lions winning their first game. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is not kidding. I am hoping the fossil and the plant analogy that Nick Sirianni used in his press conference this week, Matt, he used the roots of a plant of growing as uh-huh. his Eagles team and the strength that they have. That guy is just great at press He's something. Weird. He's something. Um, Two weird coaches playing each other this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pregame uh, meeting. Yeah. Maybe we're going to see offside they, kicks they uh, each time. I forgot to talk. Uh, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, I got the Eagles winning this one. Bounce back, hopefully. All right. Well, you two know I can't just – openly pick the Lions to win a football game. So I, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm hoping that you guys uh, pick it up a little bit, um, particularly running. the. Is Gainwell going to be RB1? He's gonna, as, as this, right now, I think so. He's done some good, he's done some he's good done things. Some, yeah. he's, he's on my he's fantasy a, bench. He's a receiver mainly. That's what yeah. they okay. throw a lot throw a lot of passes to him. So okay. uh after after the episode after the show, I'm going to be calling the Eagles. Uh so if you want me to oh, tell okay. them, you give him a ring. Yeah, give him mm. yeah. So like I'm going to be flying out and then making sure you actually execute an offense. Okay. Instead of just playing peewee football. Mm. Mm. Good All point, right. John. Well, Thank I, you. Yeah, I'm going to say the Eagles play better than peewee football and they they beat a bad team. 49ers Bears. Uh for maybe the first time ever. I'm picking the Bears. Well, you used I, to pick them a lot, didn't you? I am hoping no. you pick in, the like, Bears. In a sarcastic that way you oh, oh yeah, I did the reverse thing. <laughs> That's yeah, what's happening. That was, that was good. That's what's happening here. Uh, the reverse psychology. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one. Uh, they're on the road where they seem to be able to win compared to at home. So let's hope they can beat the Bears. I'm going to go with the 49ers because the Bears' offense is very bad. and So is the 49ers. Not as For bad, reference. though. Good point. I think Debo gets, gets some openings, plays well again, and I think the 49ers win and yeah. the Bears lose. Panthers-Falcons. Bad game. Falcons win. Very bad game. But Falcons, I Falcons have been in a lot of bad games. Yeah, yeah. because they're bad. Yeah, and they, they just play a lot of bad three teams. And three. Mm-hmm. Did you give your pick, John? Yeah, Falcons. Okay, yeah, Falcons. Dolphins, Bills. Uh, the Bills, gigantic dubsky, and combined with uh, the Lions win this week, the Eagles have the number one pick. Nice. That is that is uh, very good and optimistic thinking over there, Dan. Um, I'm going to go with Bills on this one. <laughs> Bills Mafia. I really ran that out for <laughs> no reason. I was trying to see what I was going to say. Bills Mafia. 305, Patriots Chargers. Uh, Herbert is going to be coming out of the bye week slinging it all over the place. Big big game for the Chargers. Big dub. Big win for Herbie. A uh, lot of runs for uh, Mr. Eckler and mm. route to a Chargers win. I'll, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Derwin James interception of uh, Mac Jones. Okay. Write that down in your prop bets. Also, also, uh, if we go back into the Eagles game, yeah. Darius Slay homecoming. Oh. At least one interception. Okay. I think big big play. Two. Two. They barely throw at him, so that'd be impressive. All right. Uh, Jaguars. The Lions. Jaguars, Seahawks. Yuck. Seahawks. (laughs) I mean, these two teams are not much different. Than each other uh, in their record, I got the Seahawks winning. I honestly wanted to pick the Jaguars. Yeah, but, um, same. I it, the game's in Seattle. 
and they're just overall a better roster. So I'm going to stick with the Seahawks. Washington versus the Broncos. I want to take my guy Teddy and my other guy Swaggy Drew. I don't think it's going to happen. Washington. I'm going to stay loyal to uh, Teddy Two Gloves and uh, Swaggy Drew and think that the Broncos come out with this one. Uh, I, I don't like this Washington football team uh, whatsoever. I don't think their defense is good. Uh, it was shown last week against the Packers. Uh, that front four, we talked about it uh, since the beginning of the NFL season, has been underwhelming and underperforming. So I think the Broncos come out with this one. And, it, you know, I'm going to give a shout-out to Mother Nature over uh, in Denver and Mile High and put some uh, cold sorrows to the Washington football team. Mm. Wow. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Washington. I I don't like this game at all, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Washington. Uh, also on the prop bets list, uh, Drew Locke plus two Jeezy songs sang. What do you think? I, I'm going to go with the under. On You're that. taking the under? I think I'm going to take the under as well. Yeah. All right, good. Expect, well, we won't even see. So. Uh, good point, good point. B- very bad thing to bet on. Right. You can't see it. Right. Uh, Buccaneers Saints. Uh, the Saints are four and two somehow, and I think that they get steamrolled by the Bucks. I have the Bucks on this one. I don't know about steamroll, especially because it's in New Orleans, but I, I also have the Bucks. I think they're a much better team. Sunday night, Cowboys Vikings. Uh, hate both teams. Cowboys win this. Yeah, can't say I'm happy for picking them, but the Cowboys winning this one. Ugly game. Vikings suck. Cowboys. Giants, Chiefs on ESPN Monday night. How did this end up being a Monday night game? I think the Chiefs bounce back. Even if it's Chad Henney as their quarterback, I think they win this game. I mean, I I just can't see the Giants winning this one. Um, So, Chiefs? Chiefs. Great. Joe Judge is not a good head coach. That's all we got for uh, the NFL predictions. Ready to talk about the MLB playoffs? Playoffs at... It's just so sad. Uh, yeah. We're, we're in the World Series, and it is Whoop-de-doo. the stupid NL East Atlanta Braves against the cheater Houston Astros. But it's the last baseball that we have until March, so we may as well watch, John. Potentially March. Uh, Potentially. We had game That's two. True. Huh? We're going to go into a That's buyout true. or a lockout. Uh, yeah, true, true. We don't need to talk about that right now. Yeah, that's that's a little too far. We had game two last night. We're split 1-1. Braves took game one. Houston took game two. But for the Braves, that's big because they have they took one away. And now they're going back home for three in a row. So that that could be a huge game, that game one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about game one. Started out with a Jorge Soler bomb, Laser. which was quite impressive on the first strike uh, of the game. Uh, this was the game... That Charlie Morton was pitching, and uh, he took a line drive off the leg. Yeah. Broke his fibula, stayed in. Uh, Got and the final three outs. Yeah, struck out Jose Altuve on a broken leg. Love that. Um, the Houston offense was kind of non-existent for a lot of this game, but the Braves scored all of their runs, or they scored five of their six runs in the first three innings, and then they, they got a, an insurance run later. Uh, but this was an impressive game from the Braves. I can't root for the Braves, nor can I root for the Astros. So I don't entirely have a rooting interest here. I'm kind of hoping that nobody wins. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Um, I hope the umpires just call it. Maybe a, <laughs> maybe a lightning delay that continues forever. Okay. I think that'd be nice. Uh, but it was a fun game to watch, honestly. Game one. Due to wire obligations. Okay, Matt. Um, I did go not ahead. watch. Um, well, I mean, I was just going to say, you know, it was an impressive win by the Braves, but, you know, at what cost with losing Charlie Morton, who was pitching fantastic and now will be gone for the rest of the series, obviously. Uh, so that creates problems for them on the back end of this series, um, particularly with game five that he would probably pitch. Uh, but yeah, for the Braves to kind of tee off on Valdez, who was fantastic against the Red Sox last year. He's just kind of a big deal. Uh, I, I think the Astros 
starting rotation wise. I mean, he was probably looking to be one of the better pitchers for them, especially with McCullers still out. Um, Urquidy did pitch a lot better than I think people thought he would in game two. Uh, but yeah, huge win for Atlanta. I mean, that's all you really got to do is get one in right. these type of series. Cause now, I mean, they have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all at home in Atlanta theoretically could close it out if everything goes their way. Uh, so that's really all you got to do is steal one of those two games, and that's what they did. Yeah, they they used a lot of bullpen arms yeah. in this game. Uh, A.J. Minter threw almost three innings. Uh, Luke Jackson, Tyler Matzik, and Will Smith all threw an inning or more. Uh, so that's taxing on the bullpen. Um, but it wasn't a great day overall for Houston. I believe Brantley had three hits in that first game. Uh, so his bat was helpful, and then Guriel and Tucker – each had two hits, um, but they had to dive a lot into the bullpen as well because Valdez only went two innings, and they had a lot of pitchers that had to come in. Uh, Odorizzi went over two. A lot of guys threw a full inning or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some depleted bullpen arms heading into game two, uh, which was last night once again in Houston, and this time it was the Astros that started out with offense. Uh, they got a run in the first, and then they got four runs in the second, and they kind of – I guess you can't really say coasted in a World Series game, yeah. but they had a heavy lead and they won the game seven uh, two. So that that was a huge win. Uh, Urquidy is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Urquidy. See, he he had a pretty good day pitching wise, um, and they needed that, yeah. especially after what I just talked about with sure. the bullpen being used a lot. Uh, Max Fried, we were talking about this last night. Mm-hmm. They left him in for a while, kind of because they had to. I mean, yeah. with no Morton anymore. Yeah. Their, their rotation completely changes, and they're going to need a lot more bullpen. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, try to keep him in, even though at that time it was, I think, 5-1 or maybe 5-2. Um, and he was already close up to 90 pitchers or so, but you did, you were just hoping to get him out of that inning and ended up not happening. But at the same time, you got it's all about using the bullpen correctly. And uh, Stickner, even though I don't like him as a manager, he's a smart one. So he, Snitker, what, stick, whatever. It's not Stickner. Ah, it's Snit. okay. It's all right. Um, so, but I mean, on on that, and then on that point, like their hitting was just timely. Um, did you say something to make fun of me? No, unrelated. Okay. I know. I sent Matt a meme uh, that I saw <laughs> on Twitter. Um, but no, I mean the Astros hitting was just so timely yesterday, and they also hit around the field. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't just all on one side. They used the field to their advantage, and my boy Drew Smiley looking like a <laughs> I was going to say uh, tossed a Al- meatball pitch to Jose Altuve. Yeah, little <laughs> five that, six Jose that, Altuve. That, that little man uh, crushed uh, that one yeah, over that left was field. Funny. I was going to mention that, but you already you took that away. Oh, Altuve sorry. scored twice in this game, which. Also, was the Braves total not put in this game, which was funny. Matt, anything? Um, I think just you know a little disappointing in terms of Freed, you know, coming back after having Morton getting hurt. Um, it, I guess good enough for him to go five uh, to save their bullpen a little bit. Uh, they didn't use any of their like main. I think their trio like Matson, Jackson, and Smith. They didn't use any of them. But um, it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle. Like maybe Freed goes in Game Five instead of what would probably be Morton, um, but he'll he'll have to pitch a little better. So I think a little disappointing from that aspect for the Braves, but I think they'll be a little set up a little better pitching wise for having an off day and then having their bullpen fresh. Yeah, the off day is definitely helpful, um, but as, as we've mentioned, losing Morton kind of completely changes what they have to do because you know he's he's their main guy. They're all, they were already going to throw Ian Anderson in Game 3, but how does it look if the series has to be extended a little bit longer? Obviously, they need to go 5 now. He would probably pitch, what, 4 or 5? He'd probably would go 5 without, with the chance of them winning it all yeah. in front of home fans. Yeah, so now Freed is kind of bumped up to the starter role. Uh, it's going to be Ian Anderson against uh, Luis Garcia. Probably the, a bullpen game. The crazy wind with, up. Uh, Jesse Chavez or Drew Smiley starting. In game four, you mean? Probably. Yeah, that, that's what I would expect. But I, I don't know. This is kind of a weird series because the offenses are kind of hot and cold. Mm-hmm. It, if they're on, they're really on. And if they're off, they're off. 
that's something that we've seen a lot from the Astros. Um, and I think that they have they have a lot of ability, but if they're if there's a pitcher that's throwing well against them, then the whole team is kind of down, and that's yeah. that's not really something that's great when you get this deep in the postseason. But I don't know. I I'm not rooting for anybody. I think the Astros are going to win, but the Braves looked really good in Game One, and if they can keep up a pace similar to that, I would expect uh, that this could be a Braves W. I mean. John, you picked the Red Sox to win the World Series last show, so you might need to make you, you might need to make an updated prediction. Yeah, I do. I'm and sticking Astros. I'm still gonna go with the Astros. I really want Dusty Baker to win it. Um, that will be such a cool storyline. I think they have one of the now better teams on paper. It's it's really does depend on can they have this offense of theirs stay consistent game in and game out. Um, you can't have a game one followed by a game two. And then go back to a game one and game three. Now um, it has to have the same offense attack full through. Um, I think they have good pitching. Um, Braves are a very good team at Truce Park, Truist Park. Um, but I think the uh, Astros can pull it out. And uh, I want to say it's going to go to game six in Houston, and they're going to win it in front of the home fans. Mm. I think this this could go seven. I think that'd be that'd be intriguing. Mostly because I don't want anybody to win, so the prolonged <laughs> losing would be nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow night, eight eight oh nine Eastern time, at Truist Park uh, on Fox, Game Three. As I mentioned, Anderson against Garcia. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you guys think takes Game Three? Rapid fire, John. Who's the Anderson versus Garcia? Yeah, I've got I've got the Braves winning this game. I don't know too much about Garcia. So I'm gonna He's got to a go crazy wind-up. That's mostly oh, what I Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, the dancer. Yeah, the dancer. I have the Braves. I'll say the Braves win this one. Um, Anderson's been really good in the playoffs. I'll go Braves. All right. So we got a, we got a Braves win in game three, uh, but we all still have the Astros winning the title. Yes. Correct. All right. Sounds fun to me. We're ready to go into winners and losers. Oh, we could finish, up, we could finish up a little early. Oh. Today, mostly because uh, Wire Weekly or whatever comes in after us. Uh, Wire Sports Weekly. No, wow. no, no. The there's a news thing that oh, happens right after yeah, us yeah, every yeah, week, yeah. and it has cut us off a few times apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, so I figured we could we yeah, could wrap fine. up early today since we don't have a ton to talk about as yeah. is. Um, I'll go first. Cut. I've got two losers uh, and a winner. Uh, my first loser is the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they're, they're two and three right now, uh, and they blew a huge lead to the Thunder last night without LeBron playing. Uh, they're they've got three superstars and then a team of like twenty thirteen role players. <laughs> so that's not exactly a recipe for success, mm-hmm. especially when a lot of these guys miss time. So Lakers got to get things together, and right now they don't have it together. And my other loser is Patrick Chung. Uh, I'm not, not sure if you guys saw this story. No. The expatriate uh, was arrested for the assault and battery of a family member. What? Oh. So that's not good. No. Uh, never really liked the Patriots, uh, but he was always kind of a mainstay out there, and that was a very bad headline for me to see the other day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my winner, uh, stepping outside of the United States, oh. uh, to Liverpool Football Club, my Reds. Uh, picked up a <laughs> your reds, my your reds. reds. They're my guys. Wow, they're, they're, you have they're any my gear? Premier, no, gear? I don't yet. Okay, I don't yet, but I'm thinking about not it. his team then. Uh, a five nothing or sorry five nil victory over Manchester United on Sunday. Uh, Mo Salah had a hat trick, the first opposing player to score a Premier League hat trick at Old Trafford, which is where Man U plays. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, Liverpool won their UEFA Champions. Uh, pool play game last week, and then they won the EFL Cup round of 16 game uh, either yesterday or the day before. So my Reds are killing it right now, and uh, that was a huge dub over Man U. They're second in the Premier League right now, and uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Liverpool. Okay. Um, I'll start with my loser, and that is Nick Sirianni. (laughs) Um, Not just for his flower comment – where this Eagles team is the roots of a flower, 
and has put the team into a very awkward position, and he's just a, it's a circus over there in South Philly. But also for beginning, I believe it was the second half with an onside kick. <laughs> like the aggressiveness, Nick, but please coach with some smartness. Uh, and Smartness. IQ, yes, yes. Um, my <laughs> one, I have two winners. Coach with some smartness. <laughs> yes. Um, the first winner is New Philadelphia Flyers uh, player Cam Atkinson. He is off to a scorching start with his new squad. Uh, through the first six games of the season, he has five goals, and four of them, I believe, have come with to be game winners. Mm-hmm. So wow. I. Loved the trade uh, when we brought him in from Columbus. I think he's going to be great here in Philly. He seems to fit it, and he's also an East Coast guy. Um, Second winner is that Chicago Blackhawks player who um, spoke up about the tough situation uh, that's being investigated down there. And the winner, he's a he's a winner because it takes a lot of courage to uh, talk up in a tough situation like that. And uh, mental health also a really important aspect as well. So kudos to him for being a leader uh, once again. Great point, John. Uh, speaking of, Blackhawks team, not good in any way. Yes. Uh, Flyers are good. Very good. Huge win last night over the Oilers. Stupid Connor McDavid, not good. All right, Matt. All right. Um, I, I'm going to be. I'm going to make a very humble uh, pick here for my winner. I'm going to say Anthony Edwards, who mm. uh, I, I've been a fan of since he's been drafted uh the t-wolves came into feister form and beat the bucks last night um you know the bucks are down a couple starters but that's a you know whatever um he played very well he had a tough and one over chris middleton at the end and he said some very nice things about Giannis after the game which doesn't happen very often mm. uh but i just i really like anthony edwards he's hilarious off the court but he's also a very good player um hashtag good guy alert over here staying humble and uh <laughs> thank you dan appreciating other players all right uh and my big fat loser of the day this was hysterical on twitter to me i don't know if you guys saw this uh PETA, because they are apparently like, asking like the animals yes thing? Okay. p-e-t-a uh they are asking major league baseball to change oh, yeah. the term bullpen to arm barn what Be- <laughs> because of like, tre- because over treatment of cows. Oh my god! They, they are formally asking Major League Baseball to change the name of bullpen that has been used since the 1800s to Arm Barn. So uh, us as baseball broadcasters, we better get used to saying Arm Barn. Coming out of the Arm <laughs> Barn today, a right-hander out of Catuit, Mass. I gotta say, don't hate Arm Barn. That, that's not not as an official name. Uh, yeah. Maybe as a fun little nickname. Like little it nickname. might be now, honestly. Yeah. Just broadcasters making fun of it or whatever. Yeah. But um, it's kind of just ridiculous for them to formally ask yeah, Major League Baseball. I, I think after so long here, it's kind of a little weird. Maybe yeah. if back in the 1800s they said, yeah. you know, bullpen might be a little offensive or something. I don't offensive know. Offensive to who? I, I don't know. They're, in I da- don't think they're the endangering the bulls. Offended. I I don't. Eh. So whatever, Peta. It's not going to change. <laughs> Did, have you spoken to a cow recently and asked if it's offended by Dan? Dan I'm from the Wisconsin. MLBs. I'm going to a cow farm bullpen. <laughs> what? No, no, no. You're going to a cow farm. I was trying to say I was going to go talk to a cow, but just because we're in Wisconsin, he, he, I don't know. That was that the joke you were trying to have, John. I will be leaving, and uh, <laughs> it's been great. To no, be you're staying in this room. Uh, you are staying in this room. Yeah, I am. Well, anything else before we wrap up? Well, you have one minute. Great. That's it. That's all I got. Matt, anything? No. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll see you all next week, hopefully. I hope you enjoyed another episode of Down the Line. And we'll catch you next week right here on Marquette Radio.